Hey everyone, my name is Dustin Elliott and welcome back to another episode of the Better Questions Better Life podcast, formerly known as the Y2 podcast. On this podcast, I look to answer a simple yet powerful question. How can we ask better questions to live a better life? This podcast is broken up into two sections as we explore how we can ask better questions to live a better life and help us be happier, healthier, and more successful in all aspects of life. The first part, like today's episode, is where I break this question down into smaller bite-sized topics where we can start to look at the different strategies and tactics and approaches to help you ask better questions to live that better life. The second part is made up of a range of interviews with a, a whole bunch of amazing professionals who all share one common bond. Their ability to do their jobs largely depends on their ability to ask good questions. So far, we've had qualitative researchers, data scientists, police officers, professional interviewees, personal coaches, and a range of other professionals, and I'm super excited because literally at the moment, I'm in the process of booking in another amazing round of guests. So, so far, I've got a general manager of a, uh, a very well-known VC fund out of San Francisco. I have a psychologist currently uh, speaking to a uh, pharmacolo- or doctor of pharmacology, as well as an MD and um, looking to, again, continue to book in a whole bunch of people. So make sure you stay tuned. Of course, if you haven't already and you want to catch those interviews as well as future interviews, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, These podcast episodes, like today's, are really meant to build off each other. So if today's your first episode, you're obviously more than welcome to listen to it. But in order to get the most out of this podcast, I really encourage you to subscribe and go back and listen to at least some of the earlier ones. Of course, um, links to all those episodes and everything else on the Better Questions, Better Life website, and you'll find that at betterquestionsbetterlife.co. We're putting together a whole range of really cool stuff as well, too, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And of course, you can follow along on the social medias for a little bit of a a peek behind the scenes, as well as uh, a little bit more Better Questions, Better Life uh, inspiration on the daily Hopefully the daily is still a cool thing to say. (laughs) Um, As always, I want to take a quick minute and thank the Better Questions, Better Life podcast sponsor, YZ. YZ is an easy-to-use online training software that makes it so simple to create and deliver online learning. If you haven't already, make sure you jump over to their website at yz.com. That's w-y-z-e-d.com to check out some videos and even get started with your own 14-day free trial. But with that being said, we're going to shift gears again on today's uh, podcast episode. So far, uh, if you've been listening and uh, or, or if you or if you're going to go back and listen, uh, if you haven't already, I should say, uh, we've been diving into cognitive biases and exploring how these biases can not only affect us as the question askers, but also towards the uh, the people or, or individuals that we are speaking with. Um, I hope you've really enjoyed um, and been using a lot of the tips and strategies we've talked about in the previous episode. Um, Like I've said before, and I'll I'll say again, in today's episode, it's really going to be no different in the sense that a lot of this stuff is is hopefully common knowledge, easy to understand, um, and hopefully we're really just taking it off the maybe what is the the top of your mental bookshelf, dusting it off and and sort of having a reread. But the thing is, is that where we really continue to get better in these skills and take it from just a, a, a thought of, of it's important to actually practical day to day, like a habit like walking, uh, it's much, it's really, really important to continue to really focus on sort of the day to day implementation and, and developing the mindfulness and the habit of many of these things. 
Anyway though, we're gonna start to move onto the mechanics of the conversation we, we have and look more deeply at exploring the question asking process in a lot more detail and breaking it down to look at how we can ask those better questions. And today, where I wanna start this particular journey of the podcast is gonna be maybe a bit more of a summary slash reintroduction of some things we've spoken about in the podcast and, and what I'll kind of sum up here as looking at the mindset. And the reason why I wanna have this podcast is obviously we've got a lot of new people listening to us over the last sort of previous episodes. You might've missed some of the earlier ones, which is okay. Um, again, I definitely encourage you to go check it out. But the thing is, is it, Everything starts here with mindset. And that's why I've spent so much time so far on the podcast exploring the cognitive biases. I think of it as sort of the mental foundation that everything else builds upon. Um, you know, if we're closed off, not present, passing judgment, and letting our cognitive biases kind of run amok, then it really erodes our ability to ask good questions. And from my own experience, I don't care how intricate or experienced or well thought out your questions are, you're essentially trying to build your house of questions on a really unstable platform. And it doesn't take much for that, uh, for that to really be rocked and affected and, and kind of crumble around you. So today we're going to go through the three three mindset keys of asking good questions. And the first one starting off with is to have an empathetic mindset, one without judgment. Now, I, I, I had to ask myself the question, and, and this is going to be a segue we're going to come back to in a moment, but what is empathy? What is being empathetic? Now, I'm no therapist or psychologist or anything like that. Keep that in mind. But through the research that I, I started to go through as I started to think about that question, I really came to this uh, sort of concise understanding that empathy is a selfless feeling. It's placing yourself in another situation emotionally or trying to feel and understand their pain their happiness, love, fears, or whatever else they might be feeling. You know, that, that kind of a notion that if you, you watch a movie and it makes you cry, or you have feelings for the situation of somebody else, even if it didn't happen to you. And one thing I find really interesting as we look at empathy, and this is something I've been guilty of so much, is that often when we're looking at somebody else's life, we embrace this position of logic, right? We see what the person's done or gone through or the situation they're in and it's really easy for us to say look that person should just do x or feel x thing or emotion or whatever it might be but to me developing that empathetic mindset is also about trying to understand their circumstances and actively look beyond your own filters of of life and ultimately this really culminates in being able to develop a deeper connection in someone i mean just in my own personal experiences obviously i'm speaking to through a podcast right now is I, I speak to a lot of people who are looking to start their own podcast or launch their own creative initiative and many of the things that we chat about is and they'll sort of focus on is maybe more the technical side of it what equipment do I need um, you know what how do I get guests all those different things and those are really really important but what I find 90 to 95% of the time is it's really not about that. It's more the feelings or the situation that person's in, whether they admit it or right away or it comes out after, that there's maybe a bit of a, a fear of, of rejection, a fear of failure, a fear of reaching out there. Um, there's that perfection mindset and all these different things. 
And it's easy for me having gone through that in in many ways, still probably actually going through a lot of that, just maybe being a bit better equipped to handle it. But it's easy for me to say, look, you just need to do X. You just need to feel X, whatever that might be, and then break through it. And that's probably right. I mean, there's many situations where you look at other people who are maybe coming to you for a bit of advice and maybe they just need to do that thing. But the thing is, is that's not really me coming from an empathetic mindset. That's just, again, embracing that position of logic. And I can pretty well tell you it doesn't really work or it doesn't really make the change in that person's life. It doesn't really help get the point across. So where I really try to approach this is again, not what they need to do, but trying to empathize with how they feel how does that fear of failure feel? And not not what do I feel during it. There might be strategies and tactics that I use to help people, but really trying to understand that person, where they're coming from, how they feel, why they feel that way. And something I've done um, more recently in this sort of stage of my life is to really shut up about what I think they need to do. But it's about asking them questions. You know, why do they fear that failure? Why are they afraid of putting themselves out there? Why do they feel the need to make it perfect? What are they thinking other people might think about their work if it's not perfect? Or all these other really different questions in order to really try and connect and understand and empathize where they're coming from. And I've I found um, more and more through that journey, it's really incredible how you're able to, again, connect and empathize with that person at a much deeper level. You're able to ask them questions to get themselves thinking about it. And that then allows you, in this case, me to open up more about my own journey and really helping to tell stories, to connect um, and and really um, build that bond with that person about my own journey, about the things I did. Again, there's nothing wrong, I think, with trying to help people and give them that sort of, this is what worked for me, or this is a suggestion. Um, but by being able to connect in, in an empathetic way, you can foster those deeper bonds. Uh, and again, it all comes back to asking questions and really getting into their shoes as much as possible not just looking through the lens in which is so easy for us. And that kind of takes us into the second key mindset, and that's the beginner's mindset. So when I was doing the research, it's also called Shoshin, uh, from the word from uh, Zen Buddhism, meaning beginner's mindset. That's not really related. I just thought that was pretty cool. But beginner's mindset is obviously referring to having an attitude of openness, eagerness, and a lack of preconceptions when studying a subject. Even if you're at an advanced level, um, really taking it as a beginner's would. And this is something I really found really interesting because even in my own research, even in this own podcast, in the last sort of four or five minutes I've been chatting with you about, when I started to research for this, empathy was obviously literally like the first thing I wrote down. I think it's very, very important and it continues to be an important component to ask good questions. But when I when I started to think about what empathy was, I mean, I got my HR degree. I like to think I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm a good student of mindset and mentality and soft skills and all those other sorts of things. And, and I believe that you know, before I'd researched this podcast, if you had asked me what empathy was, I could have held my own in a, a really good, meaningful conversation. But by approaching it from that beginner's mindset, 
I feel like I was able to learn a lot more and really have a much a much more refreshed perspective about what empathy was and that evolution of it. Again, I think empathy is a it's a it's a pretty basic concept. It's something we can all sort of understand at some level, but that beginner's mindset allows you to again really approach things from a new way and have that refreshed perspective on things. But at the same time, I acknowledge in the same breath that it's also probably one of the hardest. Um even in my own experience, again, the more knowledge we gain about something, the more we think we know about it, right? I mean, that seems pretty obvious, but often that's not the case. And this also relates back to some of the cognitive biases we discussed before, where our brains are actively trying to reinforce and see and perceive already held beliefs about things. But Obviously, our knowledge, that already established knowledge, may often cause us to overlook or assume certain bits of information that may be critical for the outcome of the questions we ask and the direction of information we go. And I kind of describe it as like a tree, right? And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, this idea that the questions we ask early on at the base of the tree, the tree is an idea or a business or uh, something we want to bring or something we want to learn. And those questions we ask early on have a compounding effect as we go up the tree, as we go through the questions. And the branches all represent the, you know, the thousands of different ways that we could ask the questions and whatnot, right? Um, But that beginner's mindset allows us to not start halfway up the tree and maybe end up at a wrong spot, but allows us to start kind of at the base of the tree and allows us to help navigate that. And obviously to, to mitigate that compounding effect um, of if we go up the wrong way, essentially, or if we need to ask the right questions, if we overlook something or assume something. And this was again echoed recently in a podcast I did with the wonderful Chi Ryan, who uh, was uh, last week in the previous episode and also the next episode, because I broke her into two sections, but I'll talk more about that later. And she really spoke about, even though she's a professional of 20 years and she's dealing with professionals in in fairly large, well-known companies that are experts at their trade, um, still still taking the time to question everything um, and having that beginner's mindset as a part of it. Um, What is it? Why does it matter? All those sorts of things. And lastly, there's the curiosity mindset, that that thirst to learn and discover. And I think to me, it's actually probably my favorite one. But the thing is, I, I have to admit, um, and I and I apologize for you, for those of you looking to get all the answers on today's podcast or the podcast in general, that this is actually one of the hardest ones for me. I've researched it. I've thought a lot about it. I think it's a fairly obvious one. And that curiosity, that 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 thirst to learn and, and really uncover things, as I've literally just stated. But I really don't know what else to say to this. I really don't know how to talk about how to develop and hone this type of mindset. Um, I mean, to me, it's, it's pretty obvious as to why it's important to ask good questions. I mean, if somebody isn't curious, they're probably not really likely to ask very many questions or they're really just looking to tick a box and it's a very superficial level. They're not really looking to dive into more of it. But I feel like there's a lot more of a conversation to be had here in terms of talking about um, how to develop it, how to hone it, and how to foster it. Uh, I put this out to my social media uh, not too long ago, and I want to sort of put it back out to you listening. If you have thoughts on this, um, 
again, really largely focused around how to create and and hone and foster that curiosity mindset, um, please feel free to reach out to me on the website and the social media. You can uh, reach me there and you can also use the hashtag BQBL. I'm, I'm really curious to know your thoughts as to really around this curiosity mindset. But with that being said, we're going to leave it there for today. I really appreciate you joining me. Um, make sure again, if you like today's episode and you want to hear more, you subscribe. Uh, just a quick heads up as well. We've got the wonderful Chi Ryan part two of your interview coming up later this week as well. So if you haven't already, I really encourage you to go back and listen to the first part last week. Um, That'll be kind of a a nice segue into our episode coming out later this week. And of course, with that being said, I'll speak to you soon. Hey everyone, thank you so much again for listening to today's episode. Just remember, if you want to join in on the conversation, make sure you jump over to the social media handles. You're going to find us at Better Questions, Better Life on Facebook, Instagram, BQBL underscore on the Twitter. Of course, you can make sure you jump into the hashtag BQBL. Of course, you can check out our website at betterquestionsbetterlife.co. And I obviously, I want to take a quick minute again and thank our sponsor, YZ. Make sure you get started with your own 14-day free trial at yz.com. That's W-Y-Z-E-D.com. With that being said, speak to you next time.